Hello writers! This is How to Win Nano and this week we're going to be talking to you about how to prepare for NaNoWriMo. So I'm Liz Leo. I'm Christina Horner. All right, let's get to it because every week is a week closer to National Novel Writing Month. Oh my god. Did you now it's exciting now we're still far enough away that it's not scary yes that's true that is definitely true so i want to preface this episode by saying that um none of the things that we're about to say are necessary we're about to give you a ton of ideas and like things that sound like work and these are all just ideas to help you be more prepared in november but i have definitely started nano having done none of these things ahead of time and still been successful so don't let yourself be overwhelmed by all of the advice we're about to give you yeah and some of this stuff will work for you and some of it won't it's just good to have the tools that you might need to succeed yeah so a lot of nano is habit building Mm -hmm. um which is one of the things i love about it and and really like it takes Like, I think they say, like, 21 days to build a habit. So the idea is that you can't necessarily build those habits on November 1st. It helps to be prepared and start building those habits before you actually get to November. Exactly. So this is some of the stuff you might want to think about ahead of time, um, just to make sure that when you get there, there's not, like, culture shock of, like, oh, my God, suddenly my life is totally different. Well... Um, first off, I thought maybe we should quickly talk about being, uh, planners versus pantsers. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's actually a really good point because planners and pantsers definitely approach the writing process differently. And there's a lot of different, um, things that go into how you want to write your book. Um, yeah. so not all of these things will apply if you're more of a pantser. One of the things that I found, uh, to be one of the most useful things that I've heard from a writer is that whether you're a planner or a pantser, it really just comes down to when you want to do the work because no one is going to write a successful book and have skipped doing the work. So planners just like doing the work before they write their book and panthers like doing it after. It just means that the edit process is going to require more of the structural outlining work that the planners did before they wrote the first draft. Yeah. Um, to me, that that like really helped me understand the difference and um, and figuring out what kind of writer you are. And I don't know if we've explicitly said, but planners and panthers is a term that is used in the NaNoWriMo community where planners, you know, obviously plan out um, more about their novel and pantsers like to fly by the seat of their pants. So I'm a pantser. And I'm a planner. (laughs) And this is why we're both here talking to you. And so, but I mean, regardless of whether you like outlining your novel beforehand, if you have binders or whether you just have a couple sentences to get you started, there's still some prep things um, that you can do regardless of like your actual like plot. Yeah, this is not planning your book. This episode is like whether you're a planner or a pantser, that doesn't matter. What we're talking about is preparing your life for NaNoWriMo. So one of the things that I have started to do kind of earlier and earlier um, as I've continued to do nano is the idea of sort of prepping your schedule. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times I get to the start of a month and I look and I've already booked up so much of it with like stuff with my friends and a camping trip and I've got shows and I'm seeing a movie and I've got a dentist appointment. I try not to plan any of that stuff in November. Some of it you can't avoid, but you know, if you know you have a dentist appointment, push it to October. 
or December. So yeah, so if you have those kinds of life things that don't have to happen in November, plan ahead and make sure that they're not happening in November. You know, if you're getting invited to things, maybe let people know, hey, I've got a different priority in November and I'm going to be working on this. So, you know, I'll catch you next time. That's a thing that, you know, learning how to say no and committing to saying no to some of those things that you might otherwise to go do over writing is a thing that is hard about November, but it's something that will help you succeed. And your friends are still going to like you. Your friends are still going to invite you to stuff in December. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. And I should follow up and say, there's someone listening who needs to book a dentist appointment. So do that now. Yeah. But book it for December. But book it for December. All right. (laughs) And, and I think, you know, it gets easier every year. It gets easier. The first year I told my mom that right after Thanksgiving dinner, I had to run away and right, she was just like, what are you doing? This is a holiday. It's family time. And the second year, she was like, you know, you should come out of your room. It's family time. And by like the like, you know, sixth or seventh year, she was like, so, you know, I have water in your room. You're going to be fine. <laughs> you know, my family, um, my family does this thing where we go to Ocean Shores, which is this like beach town here in Washington. Um, and uh, so a lot of times I just bring my computer and I would spend a lot of time like in the hotel, uh, you know, looking out at the water. And I remember the year that my mom was like, oh, and look, there's this couch right here that looks out at, out the window at the ocean and the waves crashing. This will be a perfect place to write. And so, yeah, your, your friends and family will lean into it eventually. Um, you know, you just have to train them a little bit. And um, recently, a lot, the last couple of years, I've actually been traveling a lot during November because... Um, it's a pretty convenient time for me to travel in terms of taking time off. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. So um, one thing that I've gotten good at is um, doing the math early for mm-hmm. when I need to make up extra days or like, for example, last year I finished what around mid-month, mm-hmm. end of mid-month and, and the year I finished early as well. Um, a lot of it was because I had some trips to go on. So you can do that. You can um, figure out the rate you need to write and hit that too. Yeah, just, just think about it beforehand. Set yourself a like a higher daily yeah. goal. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things that are really helpful. Like the the thing is, is that um, your municipal liaisons in your town, ta- in your town or city, will often plan a lot of write-ins and and like coffee shop nights and so looking ahead for those kinds of um, opportunities can be really great and just put those on your calendar um a lot of times um you know there's a there's a big write-in that happens here in seattle where they they like take the train down to portland and back um and that's just a thing that anyone can do and so looking for those kinds of opportunities can really help because you know you're guaranteed to write in that time this is obviously a little bit more intense but something that uh, liz and i and our friends have started doing is um doing little writing retreats. So we'll... They're so fun. Yeah, we'll look for, like, a really cheap Airbnb. It doesn't even have to be anywhere cool because we're not actually going there to, like, have a vacation. But we'll just take, like, three days. Maybe take one day off work or maybe just leave after work on Friday um, and and go stay at this Airbnb and just write all day and just bring snacks and you just... You know you're going to have this time to just write as much as you can. And so, you know, if that's something that you have the means to do, that can be a really fun and effective way to get a ton of writing done and also just have this kind of fun, creative um, atmosphere and experience as well. Um, Mm -hmm. This is obviously advanced NaNoWriMo, but it can be be really awesome. And looking at your weekends and figuring out how many weekends you have and 
making sure that you don't have any big plans that are going to keep you away from using those as big writing days. These are all things that are great to look ahead about and even just blocking off your calendar so you just can't get scheduled to do things in that time. So also, I know we're talking about some big level strategy stuff, but developing good habits is about doing stuff constantly to get in the habit of doing them. So what are some things that like we like doing? Like for example, um, a habit I like doing during nano is writing during lunch. Oh yeah. Taking lunch breaks to do Mm -hmm. that. And that's something that I can do pretty regularly. And it's something that you can start before nano to do some of your outlining during lunch. Yeah. And it's also something you can continue to do afterwards. Yeah. Writing at work is something, if you have the type of job where you're able to do that, is a great habit instead of just going and, I mean, sometimes you need to be social with your coworkers, you know, but if, if you, if you can duck away, write for 20 minutes or something, it's a really nice way to break up the day too, and just be creative and not try to save all of your writing for once you've potentially used all of your kind of good energy at yeah. work. Or if you're at school, you know, hop into the library and, mm-hmm. and use that time. In between classes. Yeah, between classes. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So finding ways that you can write in situations where you might feel like you aren't, aren't able to, or like not everyone is an early morning person, but sometimes I like to get up and just try to write like 500 words before work. It's not a lot, but then when I get home, it makes the 1667 words that I have to write that day a lot less daunting because I've already done a, like a third of them. Um, mm-hmm. So breaking up the day can be helpful too because sometimes writing 1600 words in one sitting can feel like a lot. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Like I said, it's hard to develop habits around um, a month, you right. know, but like going to writing groups beforehand or, or finding your writing buddies and scheduling habitual talks is something you can do as well. You know, for me, it's also about breaking down other bad habits. Oh, so, yeah. That's, um, that's something, a great something idea. Something that I tend to do in November is I like, I, I don't, it's, I'm not that extreme about it, but there are things that I like sort of give up. So like, I tend to place a fair amount of app games and I don't do that as much in November because I know that I need to take that time and use it more productively mm-hmm. um to achieve my 50,000 words um I already don't watch a ton of TV but I watch like significantly less TV uh in November um I I tend not to read quite as much in November yeah. because I'm focusing more on my own writing and I listen to a lot of um, like audiobooks and podcasts in the car because um, I have a pretty long commute and so a, a lot of times I'll either just listen to music or I'll just yeah, turn everything off. Yeah, that's a huge off. one for me. Because giving yourself, that's that's actually an important point. Factoring in thinking time. Yes. Making sure that you have time just to think and noodle on, you know, your next scene or like your larger plot structure. Um, making sure that you carve out some, like we have so we have so much content readily available to us these days that you can go the whole day without having time to just think, except like in the shower. Yeah. Some absolutely. people even listen to music and stuff in the shower. Um, yeah, so, I listen to podcasts in the shower. <laughs> so like taking some of that away and, and just giving your brain the time to sort of wander is so helpful. Yeah. I remember actually my first nano when I was in college, Christina about halfway through was like, oh no, Liz. I discovered something. I was like, what? And she's like, I won't let you, um, I won't let you watch it until after Nano. And so she's like, you can't do it. And then so December 1st of 2007 is the first Brotherhood 2.0 video I watched. (laughs) (laughs) So she discovered it during Yeah, and it was almost my downfall. (laughs) Yeah, but we made it through. Um, I have a few other just sort of like very sensible things that you should do. Um, This might seem silly, but like literally stocking your pantry. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if it's 
Like, you know, everyone's got their favorite writing snacks, but, you know, maybe you need to stock up on coffee or energy drinks. Like you would before a natural disaster. Right, exactly, because you're going to be inside a lot. You don't want to have to, like, break yourself out of an inspiration period to have to run to the store and get more tea. And you could actually live in a place that has a lot of winter storms in November. True, that's very true. So if your weather's bad, this is great. I would also, uh, speaking from example, I would spend some time pre-November working on your writing playlists because I... Um, I had people ask me on Twitter, um, what, what my writing playlists were. And I didn't really have one that I'd made. I just kind of found movie soundtracks and stuff online. And so I wasted a lot of time last November making a massive Spotify playlist to share out with people, which I can share on, I'll share on our Twitter after this episode, because I, uh, I spent a lot of time on it. So you guys should definitely get use out of it. But, um, anything like that, that will be a time waster. I would say also any sort of like preliminary research that you want to do on your novel. I'm not a huge researcher, but um, it does definitely slow you down in the moment if yeah. you have to stop and research. Um, like, you know, uh, if you have to check out books from the library, I know mm-hmm. I know we have friends who do, who like to do that. Or if you're doing something that particularly that's period and you have to um, look up a bunch of details. Oh, you're totally. still going to do that. Yeah. I wrote a book that took place in, like, the 1930s. Okay, good. And I was constantly, oh, yeah. constantly looking up what had been invented when. when. was Coca-Cola invented? It's Literally crazy. everything. It, it was amazing. That's actually something that I do on Twitter is I, um, I ask people to share the silliest things that they've been searching, Google searching while writing. It's amazing, and you should definitely tweet those things at me. In November. Um, Another thing, again, if you have the means to do this, but um, getting yourself, like, relaxed and calm. So, like, get a massage. Go to the gym. Especially beforehand. Go for some walks. Oh, yeah. yeah, This is is before. Right before November. You're not going to have time in November. No, you're about to embark on something that is going to be, like, a serious task. It's something you have to put a lot of time and mental energy into. It is work. Mm -hmm. It is fun work that I love doing. But, but work, but work. Yeah, give your brain a break a couple days beforehand. Like, stay home, or if um, what revitalizes you is hanging out with people, do that because yeah. honestly, you won't be able to too much after yeah. it starts. And I want to make sure that we're clear here that we're, you know, we're talking a lot about like taking time for yourself and t- giving everyone else the middle finger because you got to write your book. There are also things in your life that you have to keep up with. You know, you can't quit your job or not show up to work. You know, you might have kids that you need to take care of. You might have homework assignments that you have to do. Don't, like, let your relationship fall in the garbage yeah. because you have to write. So these are also things that you need to sort of take care to to plan. You know, if you know that yeah. you have a big test that you have to study for, make sure that you're going to be able to get your writing done early so that you don't... Do- replace your study time with writing time honest with the people in your life like like explain yourself don't try and sneak writing at work if you can't like talk to your boss first don't get yourself in trouble like there's definitely old jobs in which I tried to do that on slow days and Mm -hmm. you know I wouldn't recommend it without having a good talk with your boss but exactly I, I would say like there are boundaries and there are limits and there are places where you just need to say you know, there's some days where you just can't write. Yeah. And but that's like, okay. Yeah. Keeping up that healthy balance is part of what preparing and having good habits and good strategy will do, and it will help you succeed better. And these are things that we do. Mm-hmm. They're not things that, you know, 
work for everyone. And, and I'm really excited actually to hear if you can um, tweet at us at how to win nano um, some of your strategies and prep tips because I would love to gain more because I feel like honestly, even after doing this for 12 years, I feel like I could add more habits to the list easily. Absolutely, yeah. Something we didn't mention is um, picking out your uh, writing spots. Oh, yeah. So, you know, are you going to write, do you have an office that you like writing in or like a favorite chair or a coffee shop that you know you can escape to if you can't concentrate at home? Um, you know, is there like a corner of the cafeteria at, at work that you're able to like go go get a little bit of writing in? Um, kind of pinpointing what those places are and knowing that you have a plan and a strategy and, and the, the spots that you feel inspired can be really helpful going into the month. That's a really good point because... Uh, basically anything that you have already set up, you can use. It takes away the mental energy mm-hmm. that you will need to expend when really you should be writing. Exactly. So like Liz said, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter. We would love to hear the ways that you prep um, or if you're excited to use any of the things that we uh, highlighted in this episode. Um, and as always, we will be back next week with another episode like clockwork to help you get ready to write your novel in november because unfortunately or fortunately time moves forward not backwards that is true that is true if we move backward we'd have to make even more episodes unless you're writing a novel in which time moves backwards in which cool (laughs) thank you guys so much for watching um until next time keep writing keep writing You know, like, or, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. That's okay. Oh my gosh. My voice sounded awful for a second. I was going to, when you said push it, Dr. Barra, I was like, don't just push it back, push it forward. Yeah. <laughs> I needed to schedule a dentist appointment actually. Oh, good. Sorry. Good. For I'm glad. Messing that, with everything. Everybody knows that now.